0: Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams.
1: Hello and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose, a weekly podcast in which we talk about the secrets behind turning your daydreams into incredible successes. I'm Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Jeffrey Hutcherson. The first time I saw Jeffrey, it was on a video for a training I was doing, and he had such energy and presence that I just thought, wow, I want to hang out with this guy. He knows what's going on, and I was really thrilled when he agreed to be on the show. Jeffrey, who is also known by many as Hot Chocolate, is working on his third book, He is a speaker, he's a coach, he's a law of attraction expert, and I would like to welcome him to the show. Jeffrey, thank you.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. This is going to be a blast.
1: Yeah, I am really excited. And I want to just dive in and start out talking about happiness. Now, that's the subject of one of your books. And right now, you know, in this, in the country, in the United States right now, the political climate is a little angsty. You know, people are angry. Everybody seems a little on, well, a lot on edge. And, um, and angry, you angry is a word that I just keep hearing every time I turn on the, the TV, which I do very rarely. But what's the deal? Like if everyone's angry, how can we get happier? How do we get, you know, ourselves to happy?
0: Well, that's the cool thing of really understanding what your emotions are telling you at that point. You know, if everyone's angry, I have one simple rule. Look, life is either something to feel good about or something to feel bad about. You get to choose what that is all day, every day. So if you are looking at something and saying, this is not the way that I think it needs to be so that I can choose to feel good, man, you're just giving your power away right in that moment. Because as happy as I get, yes, there can be times when I am less than happy. And even when I am less than happy, I acknowledge the fact that, hey, I'm doing this to myself, and I'm going to change my mood. It's kind of like a <laughs> really fun uh, analogy. Let's just say your emotions can be roller coasters, and right now you are getting on the, uh, the, the not happy roller coaster, and you've got so much momentum because you've thought one thought that makes you unhappy. You've thought another thought that makes you unhappy. You've made one more thought that's made you unhappy. Now you've got some really excellent momentum going, but it's negative momentum. And so from that point, you need to just shift your gears. Let's just say you're going to pop some parachutes to slow down your momentum and go, you know what, I'm actually hurting myself by being this angry, by making this as an excuse to feel bad about myself and about my life and to make me feel powerless. I'm going to stop this now. And I'm going to shift gears and to think more of an empowering thought. Because guess what? Did you know that nothing has to change so that you can choose to feel good?
1: <laughs> that makes sense. Ser- Seriously.
0: Nothing has to change so that you can choose to feel good. You know, I, I, I get flat tires. I get all sorts of life just happens to me, too. But the point of my allowing life happening and not getting upset about it is because of the fact that, look, Life just happens and it does what it does. But I still remember that I get to choose how I feel in every moment. So if you are angry, sure, go ahead, write it out. But then know that at some point you're just going to die down and let it burn itself out and then switch to something else where you don't have to be as angry. You need to learn to transform that energy into something that can be empowered, empowering for you. You know, sometimes when I get angry, I go work out. You know, I hit I, I hit the cardio and I burn the cardio out until I until I feel better. You know, because again, you gotta find a way to focus that energy. We just call it anger, but is it is a welling up of energy that we have in that present moment. And it's a way of shifting that focus of where if you're calling it angry, you can be less angry. You can learn to manage your emotions and really change how you feel. Life is like this. It's gonna boil down to four words if you say so. So if you're saying that you're angry, you're just going to get more angry. So just check what you're saying.
1: Ah, check what you're saying, check what you're thinking. And I think you hit it on the head too, by saying that there's this empowering action you can take by owning it and deciding to react a different way. Like I think a lot of people, so, you know, like I said, I don't, really spend a lot of time watching the news or anything because that you know if if something's going to upset you it's going to be that but um i think a lot of people feel uh, like disempowered with all the crazy political stuff that's going on but you know when things happen externally that we really don't have control over we always do have the control over how we react to it and what we do with the information and i think maybe another way to say what you're saying is that um, to focus on that power that we do have and see what you can do with it.
0: Right. And see, one of the things, too, that just within our human condition, you've been conditioned to believe that you are a powerless being. And that is not true at all. That's just been the biggest lie uh, that's been perpetrated. What what do you mean?
1: Um, Oh, I'm sorry. But what do you what do you mean by that? We've been conditioned to believe that.
0: Well, you've been conditioned to look outside of yourself for love, acceptance, and approval. And as long as you look outside of yourself for those things, you are going to continue to believe that you are powerless. You know, again, life is either two things, something to feel good about or something to feel bad about. I'm using my political uh, beliefs to feel bad. I'm using my financial beliefs, my financial situation to feel bad. I'm using my body weight, my body condition to feel bad. Who the hell told you that there was one perfect thing? Because now, see, okay, see, we're going there. Okay, so now if we're <laughs> going to be playing, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, some people might get offended and I really don't care, but it's just a fact of like, look, you are so free and you are so empowered that you have chosen bondage. So when you have a idea about a spiritual belief system, a religious belief system that says that there is something greater than you that you are not a part of, here's where that doesn't make any sense. Because if we're going to call this energy of creation, whatever name you want to call it, if this energy created everything and this energy is perfect, then that means you are perfect, too. Because how can a perfect energy create something that's flawed? It can't. And so now if you are a part of that energy, then you just need to pay attention to what you are creating with this life because it is all here for you. Look, life is this magnificent kitchen with all of these different ingredients and how you can create a magnificent and magical life. But just because you are creating a dish does not mean every ingredient needs to go in it. Look, there's a particular way that I like my chili. You know, and that's just <laughs> the way that I make my chili. There's a way that I season it, the way that the way that I uh, the way that I cook it and let it marinate. This is a good ass chili for me but you don't need to come up in my kitchen sticking your thumb in my chili talking about it don't taste right. Something's wrong with it. No, 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 no. This is my chili. Get your thumb out of my chili because this is what is good for me. I'm not saying that it has to be good for you. And that's where we get into that dynamic because since we're looking outside of ourselves for love, acceptance, and approval, we're always asking somebody, okay, well, here's the rules. And according to this, am I doing it right? You're never comfortable with your own choices. And let me tell you, you are doing it right. Pay attention to how you feel. If you don't like how you feel, change it and do something else because here's that piece again. When you pay attention to how you feel, when you are at peace with yourself, this is where you get inspiration on how you can create the life that you want and how you are living your dream. I have an acronym for dream. It is your direct reality expressed and manifesting. It's not a trick question. You look at your life and you see where it is right now. And please understand where you are right now does not matter. It's where you're going that you want to keep more of more into your mind, more into your steps, because that's what's more important. Where you are right now does not matter. But it's that conditioning again, that if you don't have this, if you don't have this, if you don't look like this, there must be something wrong with you. Look, there is nothing wrong with you. I I, I, I share that with people all the time. There is nothing wrong with you at all. How healed would you be when you stop believing that you are sick?
1: Mm, that's a great question. That's a great question. And you know what? It, it leads me to my next question for you. So I was having a conversation the other day with someone who had a very sad and tragic event in their life. Um, A couple years ago, they lost a child, and you know, uh, there's probably nothing worse. It's it's awful, and um, yet this person is really stuck in this place of not allowing themselves to to be at all happy. And it's, you know, and, and maybe never again, is going to let themselves be happy. And that struck me as very sad. And, and I certainly don't want to diminish what they've been through, because it's awful. And I would, no one would ever wish that on anybody, obviously. But, you know, in life, things happen, you know, bad stuff happens, or I don't know if we want to call it bad, but
0: things yeah. that
1: we wouldn't have chosen happen. Yet, Yet at some, you know, there is a choice of how we react and how we allow ourselves to, you know, um, fulfill our, our highest potential still, despite the bad stuff. So can you just, can you speak to that for a minute?
0: Oh, hell yeah. And since you said it that way, let's really play with that too. So you're talking about how we react to things. So reacting is giving your power away. (laughs) <laughs> All right. let's take a look at it from the point of how you choose to act. So even, even myself, I have just, and this is a uh, very circumstantial for everyone that's listening. Even I have, experienced things in life that were so tragic, that were so terrible, that that sent me through such an emotional pain. My heart was dragging through whatever hell this type of description. I was just feeling bad. Let's just say that, okay? Uh I was feeling so so bad with what was going on in my life. And so that's the thing that people need to understand. When that is happening, when it feels like you're just in this rut and you can't get out, that is a feeling of non-survival, And they think that they can't get through uh, whatever the thing is that they're experiencing and that they won't make it. But here's the thing. The idea of not surviving is the one thing that can't happen. Because, look, even with all of the tragic things that I could look at and interpret and say that happened in my life, again, it's just stuff that happened and I chose how I felt about it. Even with all of that tragedy and gone on, I remembered that I could laugh again. I remembered that I could love again and finding more of that momentum of what was going on that I could choose things to feel good about. Listen, we our, our focus is so one hundred percent and so spot on. we could have nineteen things going fantastically, and we and trust me, we do. We have more than nineteen wonderful things that are always working in our favor that are going on great in our life, but we will focus on one thing that distracts us from all of the other 19 plus things that are coming at you. So again, it is a matter of focus. Yes, describe whatever your life event is and, and tell me how you feel about it. I don't need to know the details, but I need you to understand that you are powerful enough that you can transform how you feel about that because you're here right now that you have a choice. It's not like you can't love again, but it's loving differently. It's loving better. It's knowing that you are a most powerful and wonderful individual and that you can transform that love that you felt for one person, and individual, and share it amongst others. This is the idea of conditional love that they are experiencing right now, that you have I- 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 experienced. I want to switch that for you because we say that if we have the partner, if we have the son, the daughter, the all of those things that in our life, and when I have these things, then I can love. No, 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 no. How about this? Let's say you, within your perfection, find a most loving spot that you can. You breathe deep and you are focusing your love and your smile on yourself. And you're saying, I love myself for who I am, no matter what. So if you're feeling that loving state, when you open your eyes, you will then love everything that you see. Mm. Mm-hmm. You feel that? Yes.
1: That's beautiful.
0: When you are there, then you have total acceptance. No one has to behave any differently so that you can love. You can love the people that you see. You love yourself. You take everyone and everything off the hook because you discover and keep Initiating your autonomy on how you are in control of how you feel and no condition has the power to make you feel bad. The only thing you are controlling is yourself. And that is where your ultimate control lies. You only control yourself. You don't need to control anyone else.
1: Wow. You know how many relationships could be so much better if there was no expectation on the other person to provide my happiness, right?
0: Oh, my God, yes. I learned that so well um, within my relationships. I have a very simple you know, phrase uh, that I use right, right now, but I didn't have this when I was younger. So uh, just to give you a quick snapshot, when I was younger, I had this. Okay, um, I'm, I'm going to take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And then when we get together, we won't have any baggage because you're not dependent on doing anything for me and I'm not dependent on doing anything for you you know but it was really learning that within the relationship dynamic of really understanding who that person was and, and who i was at the time because at the time in the relationships when it was so conditional you know and you had the expectations it was like oh my god i i had so many and this was done to me too they were looking at me and they were angry at me because i wasn't the person that they wanted um, that they wanted uh, me to be for them and it's like hold on hold on don't be angry at me because I'm not your fantasy. Mm. Because you can't because you can't look at me and love me for who I am, the flaw rests within you. And it happened to me too. I recognized when I did it to myself that if I was if I was in a relationship with someone and then being angry at them because you know they weren't my fantasy, that was my screw up. Because I wasn't looking at them for who they were. And because of that, I've made up this rule for myself and I play with words and just pl- and dry- right along with me on this. I cannot be in a relationship with someone because of those standards that we set for ourselves. The relationship says, well, this person is defined by these rules and the other person is defined by these rules. Man, woman doesn't make a difference. Whatever relationship you're in, there are rules and guidelines that are taught with you within that uh, within that dynamic. Now, Since I can't be in a relationship with you, what I choose to be in with you is a way to relate to you. Because now, Ellen, now I get to look at you and love you for who you are in this moment. I get to say, who are you today? Show me who you are right now. And I get to decide if I want to love that. I get to decide if I want to dance and continue with that. Because if I'm in a loving state... I'm not going to be looking at you looking to find something disagreeable. And so now I get to see you in your magnificent glory on this Tuesday at 315, or I get to see you in your magnificence on this Thursday at 1020, or I get to see you at any point, the beauty and magnificence of who you are, because I'm loving you for who you are in this moment. And I don't expect you to be anything different because I'm going to love you for who you are, no matter what, because I love me for who I am, no matter what.
1: Yeah, and that's the key and that that's what so many people struggle with. I know Louise Hay talks about that. And I you know, she talks about how when people try her exercise of looking in the mirror and and saying to themselves how much they love themselves, it's kind of weird at first, but it often leads to people really breaking down and crying and and going through all kinds of emotions because we just never do that or most people never do that.
0: So another piece about that is, again, too, going back to that religious aspect and, and thinking that you're disempowered, you know, you if you believe some type of source that is outside of you, that, that is granting you all of your wishes and that you are not a part of that, uh, that's going to set yourself up for all of the pain and suffering that you're going to uh, go through in life. But if you love yourself and know that you are a part of that energy, then you can see how beautiful this world is and how you are really connected to everything. And now it's just the magic of what will you do with this life that you've been granted?
1: Uh, That's a great way to put it. And, you know, you said something earlier about your happiness. We've been talking about happiness, not being dependent on anything, but you mentioned present circumstances. And I want to kind of segue into the idea that within ourselves as powerful beings, we do have the ability to create whatever life we desire, despite everything, despite our present circumstances, despite our past, despite everything. And I, when I, when I tell that to certain people, there's a lot of disbelief and, um, excuses of why this can't Mm -hmm. possibly be true. But, um, you have a lot of experience with this, so let's, let's talk about that.
0: Well, yeah. My experience with that was coming from the place that when I, was, when I had the disbelief, when I had the idea that I couldn't, well, it was a question of my not being worthy. I was believing that it had to be given to me by someone or something else outside of me, and that was the flaw. If something else is dependent on someone else to give to you, you will never have it. Now, when we're talking about you being so empowered and so uh, so worthiness because, look, there's only love here for you. There is nothing that's standing in judgment of you in any way, shape or form. It is a man-made idea that says, through me, this is the only way. Now, as I was studying with different shamanic teachers from Africa, Asia, Native American, I've been around some really, really cool dudes, and they've shown me in every moment that, It is a universal love source energy that is here for us, and it has nothing but love for us, and you're not separate from it. You know, the one answer to everyone's question is yes. (laughs) Are you thinking more negative thoughts? Are you thinking you're unworthy? Then yes, we're going to give you more experiences of where that thought is true because that's what you're emanating and that's what you're saying. Oh, do you believe you're worthy of this? Okay, cool. Well, Then we're going to give you more life experiences that show you that you are worthy of this. Here's what I do on a daily basis to make this very simple for anyone to try out. You know, when I go to sleep at night, all of the resistance that I have towards any any life experience just stops. And my momentum of allowing my life to unfold in a natural way that I can feel good about just occurs. When I wake up in the morning, I immediately start to go through my mind of, I'm going to be happy today because I said so. I'm going to live and connect with people that are going to really appreciate and love life the way that I do. I am choosing to be happy right here, right now. My joy shows up with how I'm feeling right now. I haven't even gotten out of bed yet, but I'm already choosing and deciding and picking my feelings on how I want to feel, and guess what? The world has no choice but to respond to how I'm feeling. So by the time that I get out of bed, by the time that my dogs and my cats come see me, they are already wagging their tail, just so excited, so full of love, so full of joy, so excited to see me. And my joy shows up like this, like them. My joy shows up in my cats. My joy shows up in my dogs. My joy shows up in the hugging of my partner in the morning. My joy shows up like this. So what am I saying is that you feel that feeling first and then you're going to have manifestations of physical manifestations of things showing up like you are feeling
1: and you can even use that some people are continually complaining about how terrible they feel and it's the same thing right you just get more of that yeah
0: absolutely absolutely the more things you find to complain about the more things you will find to complain about life is nothing but an echo it starts from you and it comes back to you exactly how you are feeling. That is how the universe is responding to you.
1: And, it's, and you know, oh, I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I I was gonna say, you know, it's it it works. It, it's not just emotions that you get back. You know, it's even opportunities and and. Abundance in all forms and, and you know all kinds of things can be attracted to you. And, and I know people get skeptical about this stuff, but I've seen it time and time again and I know you have too.
0: Yes, absolutely. And again, it's not to be it's not to be, you know, coy with it or keep this stuff a mystery. Look, your life is good everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants to feel good about themselves and about their life no matter what. You don't need any circumstances to change for you to feel that way. You can love your life and you can love you the way that it is right here and right now. You can accept it the way that it is right here and right now because once you accept it, then things will change. Then things will change once you accept where you are. I am where I am and that's okay. I'm excited for where I am and I'm happy and eager for what's coming. That's how you do it. But you have to accept it and own it right here and right now for things to change. My life shifted when I switched from my victim mentality to my empowered mentality. It was, when I was a victim, life was, life is out to get me. And so because life was out to get me, I was always looking to be victimized. I was always looking for an opportunity to be offended. And it happened to me every time. I changed one word in that sentence and it, be, and it changed my entire life. I went from the world is out to get me to the world is out to gift me. Now, seeing things as a gift gave me the mindset of, it's okay for me to feel my disempowered emotions. Because when I feel my disempowered emotions, I asked myself a better question. I said, what's the exact opposite of this emotion that I'm feeling right now? So if disempowerment was on my front door, empowerment was right behind it. I was able to see through my negative emotions and find the empowering emotion and then choose that one. So I would allow disempowerment to come through the front door and go right out the back because empowerment was right behind it. I made it okay for me to feel that negative emotion because that always brought me the gift. And it made it easy for me to forgive myself in that life situation and the person that I was involved with because I was then able to look at them and instead of just, I'm forgiving them for the way that they hurt me because that's still giving away your power. I then transformed it going, thank you for giving me this experience because now I know the truth of it. It's Mm -hmm. totally taking it and making every situation that works to your benefit and you accept it and you use it to your advantage.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what? I want to share something that happened with me recently because I I have a similar philosophy to you and I I try to live that, or I do live that um, way, actually. And and I I run a business also besides doing this podcast. I have a video production company. And recently um, we had this really big contract that we were expecting to sign. And it was a client we had worked with before. They were kind of difficult to work with. They were very difficult to work with, but it was a large amount of money. And, you know, we were sort of, we were counting on this to to happen. And then I got news that they weren't going to sign the contract. And I, I did have a twinge of disappointment, but immediately went to, okay, what else is opening up? And, What happened to me is what opened up is this new initiative I've been creating, suddenly, and I'm really excited about, and it's a better model for my company, suddenly exploded in a good way. Like Suddenly, we started getting all these clients coming in with this new product, and it's really exciting, and it's a much stronger foundation to build the company on. And I feel like had I dwelled on, oh, my God, we lost this client. It's so awful. Everything's bad. It's going to be horrible. Like, I don't think the energy would have opened up for the other stuff to come in, you know?
0: Right. You're absolutely right. Because that is the exact point of really following the flow of what's happening, following your yes. Because if you're open to this opportunity, then allow it to evolve into something else. Because, yes – that is exactly it of just being open to the evolution because it would have either been that or guess what you had the experience of something better. You know, it's not locking into the idea and sh- and, and the particular shape of the way your dream unfolds, but the energy of your dream is unfolding, and then it can take whatever shape that it wants. Because how, how I describe it for me is that look, hot chocolate, Jeffrey Hutcherson. Uh, his story is that he lived happily ever nowner. Now, not 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 ever after, but happily ever nowner, because now my story is that I'm living happily. I'm living happily, and then I'm moving forward. Whatever my end story is going to be. I don't know what that picture is going to be, but I know the feeling of it. And so that end picture can take whatever shape that that it wants because I'm not attached to the particular look of that uh, picture, but I am attached to the feeling good of what that means for me, of what my living my life and being happy right now that's how I live my life. I get happy and then I do things. I get happy and then I do things. That's where I'm doing things from that point of inspiration where I'm there to receive the good thoughts of, I should call you now or I should talk to this person now. I should reach out to this person now. And you have those magical, what we call hookups, that just seems like miracles, but no, you're just really following your yes train, your happy train, you know? So I'm happy and then, and that's what you did too. You, you remained happy and then the ev- the evolution of that experience just evolved into something more, but you stayed hooked into your happy train and there it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what else occurs to me? I was listening to this show on NPR the other day and they were talking about things that spread contagiously. And one of them is laughter. Laughter spreads contagiously. And there's there's scientific proof that this is true, although we all know it. And I think that maybe happiness is a similar phenomenon. So all the stuff you're talking about, you know, I just want to point this out to listeners who might be like, well, how, you know, go Jeffrey, you're happy, whatever. But, you know, being happy is a fantastic way to be and to live and to show up in this world. But it is also for the greater good because you spread it.
0: Absolutely. It's just happiness can spread just as easily as the negativity. Again, it's your conditioning. And why shouldn't you be happy? Again, there is nothing about you that is not lovable. There is nothing about you that needs to be disagreeable. Look, one of my, me- my, one of my methods of operation is like, I don't have to prove something or someone else wrong for me to be right. I don't have to make something else bad so that I can look better or choose to feel good. When you're in that dynamic, you can say, well, you're just proving how powerful you truly are by saying what you're saying. Well, that's easy for you to say, Jeff. It's not that way for me. If you say so, I told you that you are so powerful and you are so free that you choose bondage. The words you say and how you dictate life for you that's how it's going to be. No one else is going to be able to change that. I'm not needing you to be happy. If you want to be happy, go ahead and choose it. This is where, again, this is how you want to create your life. I'm not going to feel bad because you're not going to choose to be happy to the best of your ability because you are just as powerful as I am. I am not better than you, but you are just as powerful as I am.
1: Yet people get stuck all the time. And it's fear. It's it's fear, doubt, um, you know, whatever they, they don't want to fail. They, they, they end up in this place of, um, you know, not fully stepping into their power, their purpose, their dream. And, um, of course we can never make anyone else do anything and nor should we want to, or try to, but do you, I mean, mean, do you, do you think that really most people ever get this whole happiness thing? That it seems like it's it's like a minority <laughs> of people that actually get this. Get it's so simple.
0: It is. people get it, but they lose it when they need other people to agree with them. That is the again the conditioning uh, bullshit that we've been put through. You know. If you're like me, then you're going to agree with me on this subject, and then we can be friends. Well, again, you're looking outside of yourself for someone else's approval on your happiness. People get it, but they lose it when they look to other people f- to validate their opinions. And again, you don't need any other validation other than the fact that this is how you feel, and that's good enough for you. It really is that simple. And people can get it. If they don't get it now, you can get it later. You can get it right now if you want. Here's a way that you can do that. So if if anything that I've said during this interview and fun time of talking with you, you don't have a personal reference for, take whatever I've said, apply it to your life experience this way. How do I know that to be true? Guess what? When you say, how do I know that to be true, your life experience that you've lived will show you examples on what I've said, how that can be true for you. And if you don't have a reference for it, pay attention to the rest of your day and you will get one if you're paying attention. You will get a reference to what any empowering thing that I've said during this interview, you can have it if you ask yourself that question of, how do I know this to be true? You can, and you will learn the point of being happy because you said so, being happy because you choose to, and you're just going to do more and more of that as the day progresses. It doesn't matter when you trip and stumble and fall. It just matters in how you get up, dust yourself off and keep on walking. That's what this truly is about. I am perfect as I am right now and I'm enjoying my walk in my perfection. I'm not trying to reach some mythical place called perfection and not feel good when I get there. I'm feeling good now and I'm feeling good in my walk. I'm happy now and you can be happy now and enjoy yourself in you walk as you walk in your happiness.
1: Ah, oh, Jeffrey, thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> We are out of time. I could listen to you for hours, but um, (laughs) I think we're just going to have to have you back on the show. Um, I would love to. That would be fantastic. Um, Thanks for being here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, You can find links to Jeffrey's website and books on our website, ReadySetGrit.com. Thanks again for joining us and check in again next Friday when we release another episode with tips on how to turn your daydream into a phenomenal success.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our eBooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.